Well, hey everybody, Andy Cavernan here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had the privilege of getting away from the office for a little while to do some personal study and some have some prayer and, and do some reading that really fed my soul. And, and one of the books that I've read over the years several times, I think it's probably five or six times, is, is a book by a guy from the middle of the 20th century, A.W. Tozer. He was a Christian Missionary Alliance pastor in Chicago, didn't have a very large church, but was a prolific writer. and uh, and really thought deeply about what it means to have a relationship with God. And so the book that I read was called The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. And, and it, was, it was just a treat to get to wake up pretty early in the morning and just start reading and read it cover to cover in one sitting, essentially. And, uh, and, and, and as I read, I was reminded of how much I appreciate Tozer. And one of the things that Tozer writes in the book fairly early on that, that almost haunts me, that, that actually uh, got my attention and, and really encouraged me to think, was this, and I want to share this with you, and I hope it makes sense. He, he writes a little bit in the vein of C.S. Lewis. It can be hard to understand, but I think you'll catch on. He says, between the scribe who has read and the prophet who has seen, there is a difference as wide as the sea. We're overrun today with orthodox scribes, but the prophets, where are they? The hard voice of the scribe sounds over evangelicalism, but the church waits for the tender voice of the saint who has penetrated the veil and has gazed with inward eye upon the wonder that is God. Now, I'm going to read that again in a little bit, and I think it'll make more sense, but it reminds me of the church in Corinth. See, uh, the church in Corinth, which is where we're beginning uh, here today in our Bible reading plan in 1 Corinthians, was a church that placed a lot of stock in people's worldly wisdom. And they actually were having arguments, Paul references very early on in the book in chapter 1, about who they should follow. And they put a lot of stock in whether or not uh, they would follow Paul, or they would follow Apollos, or they would follow others. And, and Paul calls him out on it, and he says, what, were you baptized into the name of Paul? Of, of course not. And he challenges them, and he says, look, I think you're placing too much stock in worldly wisdom, and I th think you need to place more stock. You need to give more credence to what Jesus Christ accomplished. And I love what Paul says uh, to the Corinthians, and I'm going to come back to that Tozer quote and tell you what it means uh, to me here today, and I think it may encourage you. First uh, Corinthians 1, 18 and following says, For the word of the cross is folly, to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? <laughs> Where is the debater of this age? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs, and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. What's Paul saying here? <laughs> He's saying, look, uh, the word of the cross doesn't make sense from a human perspective. It doesn't seem all that wise. It doesn't seem all that powerful. I mean, here, here's a man that, that, that is dishonored in Roman culture by being stripped naked and by being nailed to a cross and hanging in shame in front of the multitudes. There's nothing that makes sense about it. From a Greek perspective, here's a man who, who lacked the wisdom and lacked the, the fortitude to be able to figure out how to get himself out of the mess that he was in. But from a godly perspective, the cross is everything. The cross changes everything. 
And friends, I, I just want to confess to you uh, that something that the Lord's been stirring in my heart is, is, is the desire to, to draw deeply from who He is before I come to bring you what His Word says. And that's just something the Lord's been stirring in me. I want to plant deep roots in the stream that is Jesus. And so when Tozer wrote uh, that, that uh, this thing about the scribes, he says, between the scribe who's read and the prophet who's seen, there's a difference as wide as the sea. Friends, I want to be the kind of pastor that drinks deeply from the well that is Jesus Christ. I do have the privilege of studying every week. I get to spend hours and hours in God's Word and in, in my own personal reflection and in reviewing the text. And then I get to bring that to you every week. And I, I consider that a high responsibility. And I want to do that with wisdom and with accuracy. But friends, even more than that, even as a, as a first thing, that, that, that a first priority for me, I want to sit at the feet of Jesus and then bring Jesus to you. And if that sounds like foolishness to some, so be it. I, I want to bring Jesus before anything else. Tozer says, we're overrun today with orthodox scribes, uh, but the prophets, where are they? The hard voice of the scribes sounds over evangelicalism. Tozer's uh, reflecting, you know, there's a lot of people that can accurately exposit the word of God. Um, but he says, but the church waits for the tender voice of the saint who's penetrated the veil and has gazed with inward eye on the wonder that is God. That's my desire for myself, friends, and that's my desire for you. I want you to know the scripture. Knowing the scripture is essential to our faith. But friends, I also want you to know God as you know the scripture. The scriptures are a means by which we know God. And so my heart for you these days, maybe today especially, is that you would look on the face of God, that you would look in wonder, and then that you would leave uh, that, that place of looking on the face of God, whether it's through his word and prayer and worship. Maybe you'd pause for a moment right now and just reflect on the glory that is God. Look on his face and that out of looking on his face, you'd be prepared to represent him in the world around you. Yes, God's word is essential. Let's study it. Let's learn it. But God's presence is essential too. Let's seek him. Let's pursue him uh, together as we worship, even if that looks like foolishness to those around us. God bless you, friends. And Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection.